spicy ladies and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Hey, if this is your first time here, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Or if you are a loyal listener, thank you so much. I am so excited about this week's episode. I know I say it all the time, but this week's episode is all about your support system. And like a lot of great ideas, this came to me when I was in the shower and just thinking about what does it take to be a successful business owner? What does it take to really um, hit your goals and what has helped me the most in my journey as a business owner, what has helped me the most as I, you know, chase after my dreams and my goals. And a huge piece of that is my support system. And I am an extrovert at heart. So I have always been attracted to people and keeping people close to me. And my, um, I receive energy from people, but what I know is we were made for relationships. So whether you identify as an extrovert or whether you are an introvert, we were designed to be in relationship. We see it in the Bible everywhere. It's in fact, it's in the first book of the Bible in the second chapter. God creates Adam, realizes Adam is not doing so hot on his own in so many words. And you know, pulls an, a rib from Adam and creates Eve. And from there, we get this um, picture of one marriage, but more importantly, two relationship and how we are designed to be in relationship. And you see so many powerful relationships throughout the Bible. And I'm not going to sit here and give you a sermon today because that's not what my podcast is about. But you see relationships like Naomi and Ruth, where they're so loyal to each other. You see relationships in the New Testament, like Paul and Barnabas. And I, even in today's world, um, you know, the leader of the free world, the president has his vice president and he has his cabinet and he has his advisors. And so he is surrounded by all sorts of people that are meant to be his support system and are meant to look out for him. A healthy support system is meant to do four things. First and foremost, it's meant to love you. Your support system and the people that you have in your life should love you no matter what. And, um, I don't, and when I say that, I don't mean like you're going to make all these mistakes and they should still be by your side. But what I'm saying is you should be able to be your fullest self and you should be able to go out into the world and do things and try and fail and try and whatever. And even if you do things that they don't agree with, even if you do things that they don't necessarily understand, they should love you regardless. Your support system and the people that you have chosen that you have allowed to be in your life. And let me say that again, because here's the thing sis, you allow people to either be in your life or not be in your life. You set the boundaries. And I will do a whole episode on boundaries because I'm very, very passionate about boundaries in multiple realms. But at the end of the day, I want you to remember that it is in your power who gets to be a part of your life. And it is in your power the extent to which they get to be a part of your life. So it's up to you how much you are comfortable or how much you want to share with them and how vulnerable you want to be with your support system. And I'm going to go into detail about the different levels of vulnerability and what that looks like with your different relationships. But I just wanted to remind you of that. Okay. So your support system is meant to do four things. The first is love. The second is they're supposed to help you. Your support system should be full of people that, you know, if you call them or you text them or you reach out to them, that they're going to help you to the best of their ability. And the same goes for you. If you have been privileged enough to be a part of somebody's support system, 
if they call you for help or they text you for help, if you're able to help them and it is not outside of your boundary to help them, you should step up and help them. That's part of being a support system. The third thing that your support system should be doing is pouring into you. You should have people in your life who are pouring love into you, who are pouring knowledge into you, who are pouring wisdom into you. You should have people in your life who willingly give you the knowledge that they have and give you the resources that they have and connect you with people and network with people. I worked at a church years ago and my boss, um, his name is Matt and he's absolutely incredible. And he was part of my support system, um, at my professional job. And one of the best things that he did was connect me to his network. And he had a, had, and has a massive network. And he was this beautiful example to me of this is what it looks like to support somebody, because here's the thing, it hurt him 0% to introduce me to his network. And the same goes for you. It hurts you 0% to introduce people in your life to your network. So you should have people around you who are, who are willing to give you their resources and their wisdom and their network. That's what your support system should look like. That's the standard. That is a baseline. If you have people in your support system and I put support in air quotes, you can't see me, but they are in air quotes. If you have people in your support system who are scarce and have close, like a closed fist mentality, like they hesitate introducing you to people or they hesitate sharing their resources or they hesitate you know, sharing strategies or thought processes that have worked for them, sis, they're not your support. That's not what support looks like. Okay. And then the fourth thing, and this is key. The fourth thing that your support system should, should do and should be able to do is call you out and hold you accountable because yes, you need a support system that's going to love you. Yes, you need a support system that's going to support you and pour into you and give you their resources. But you also need people in your life who are going to hold you accountable to the woman that you want to be and the goals that you want to achieve and the values that you have chosen to stand by. Because here's the thing, um, you know, at this point, if you have been listening, you know that I love Jesus and um and I base my life and my values off the Bible. So I have people in my life who I have given permission to, to call me out if they don't believe that I'm living in a godly standard. Now, when I say that, let me make it very clear, just because you're in somebody's life and they are a Christian and you're a Christian, you don't get to call them out if they didn't give you permission and vice versa. If somebody comes into your space and they're not part of your, they are not a part of your support system and you have not given them permission to call you out. If they say something out of the side of their mouth, and if you don't know what that means, um, there's also another way to say it. Like if they say something out their ass is another way that we put it around here in the South. Meaning if they step sideways and say something to you and try to call you out or convict you or whatever, and you have not given them permission, that is the perfect opportunity for you to say, I understand that you're trying to help me, but this is, but I never gave you permission to hold me accountable. I did not ask you to do that. Therefore you are crossing a line, even if you're a Christian and they're a Christian, or they abide by the same values that they did. So I just want to make that very clear. Your support system are the people who get to call you out and hold you accountable. Um, your support system that you have given permission to. And now listen, if you give somebody permission to hold you accountable and look out for you and in love, call you out, you're not allowed to get mad if they do that. Like you can have your feelings hurt for a second, but you got to realize you gave them permission to do that. So again, it's, it, it's really about setting those boundaries. So 
your support system is meant to do four things. They're meant to love you, help you slash support you, pour into you and call you out slash hold you accountable. Okay. So there's four types of support that you need in your life in order to be a healthy business owner that creates a healthy business. The first type is your friends. And when I think about friends, I mean the people that you just naturally do life with, the people that you can go to brunch with and have a drink and just talk about life. And it doesn't always have to be business talk. It doesn't always have to be about your work or your career, or your goals. It's just people that you naturally connect with. Um, you know, the way that I think it is you share similar energies. So for example, I have a friend that lives um, in the same hometown as me and she's my best friend here. And we are in a very similar season of life. We've been married about the same amount of time. We share a lot of the same values and she is part of my support system. And I have given her permission to love me, to help me if I need her help, to pour into me, to share her resources. And I share mine and I've given her permission to call me out and hold me accountable if she notices something that's not healthy in me, but she's also the one that I go to the gym with. She's the one that we just, we go shopping together. We, we live life together in saying that there's also friends that you do talk business with. I am very honored and blessed to be a part of a company where I'm building a business alongside my friends. And that's really cool. And that's a privilege. And that's not, that's not something that everybody gets to do. So I want to make sure that I, that I note that I, that is a privilege that I get to have is the people that I'm in business with. We just also happen to share the same energy. So we get to be friends and we get to build businesses together. So your first one is your friends. And these are people that you just do life with. And it is so important for you to have friends because it's important for you to play. As a business owner, yes, it's important for you to work. It's important for you to be productive, but it's also important for you to play and for you to rest. And your friends are the ones that you go play with. Like it, And I know that sounds like elementary, but that's, I mean, that's what it is. Your friends are the ones that you go see movies with. You go to the, you go have drinks together. You go to dinner together. You go shopping. Like it's ones that you live life with and it's easy. The second type of support that you need in your life is mentors or people that you are in business with. So for example, if you are a trainer, a nutri like you're either like a nutritionist or a fitness trainer or um, a fitness influencer, these are the people who are also in your same realm. So these are the ones who are also fitness influencers, who are also trainers, who also have a nutrition degree, who also are work, you know, work in the health and wellness industry, and they pour into you. And I think it's wise to have two different types of mentors. I think it's wise to have somebody who's a couple steps ahead of you. I just want to remind you that if you are a couple steps ahead of somebody, you can lead somebody, you can be somebody's mentor. And then somebody who is leagues ahead of you, meaning somebody who's, you know, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years ahead of you in their life and have already walked through the season that you're walking in. And not only in business, um, in life in general. So for me, I want to surround myself with other married women who have been married for five years, 10 years, 15 years. So I want to be surrounded by women who are just a couple steps ahead of me in marriage and also women who are leagues ahead of me in marriage and have a healthy marriage that I can go seek advice from because they have already walked through the season that I'm walking in. And the same goes with my business. I want to surround myself with women who are just a couple steps ahead of me so I can see and wrap my brain around what is possible for me. And I also want to surround myself with women who are leagues ahead of me so that I can seek their advice and learn from their mistakes because a smart woman learns from her own mistakes, but a wise woman learns from the mistakes of others.
as a baby of eight, I got really good at this because I didn't really get in trouble a lot when I was a kid because I had seven other siblings who were getting in trouble for me. And then I just learned to do what they didn't do. So I either one didn't do it. So I didn't get in trouble or two, I did it and didn't get caught. So I also didn't get in trouble. And so the same goes for your business and your personal life and your spiritual life. You have to have people in your world who are just a couple steps ahead of you, because here's the thing. If you only have people in your life who are leagues and leagues ahead of you, your brain is going to go into overwhelm. So for example, if you make, um, let's say you make 40 K a year, if you only surround yourself with women who are making 200, 300, you know, six figure, seven figure income your brain cannot wrap its head around that. Your brain can't wrap its head around you making that kind of money or you having that big of a business. So it's vital for you to have someone who's just a couple steps ahead of you. So for example, if you make 40K a year, you know, it's wise for you to have a mentor in your life who makes 50K a year because your brain can see that. Your brain can see that kind of raise, that kind of monetary raise in your life. And also having somebody that's leagues ahead of you allows you to learn from their mistakes. And as they are watching you grow, and if you've given them permission to be your support system, they can say, you know, hey, so-and-so, I did this in this stage of my business, and I would have grown a lot sooner if I didn't. Or if I would have implemented this sooner, my business would have grown a lot sooner. My systems would have been cleaner. My leaders would have developed a little bit better. So it's vital for you to have those two types of mentors. And then the third type of support system that you need is neutral. So you need somebody in your life who is not directly connected to you and your feelings. So for example, your friends are going to be connected to your feelings because you share life together. Your mentors, especially if they're in the same business as you. So for example, like if the, for the fitness trainer, your mentor is also going to be, um, emotionally tied to your business because he or she cares about the health and wellness industry as well and cares about fitness instruction as well. So you need people in your life who are neutral. So somebody like a therapist, um, somebody like a life coach or a business coach, this is going to be the type of support that is going to really hone into the last three intentions of your support system. Your neutral support is going to be somebody who helps you, who can, who can, um, you know, especially if you're there, your therapist, they of course support you. They take care of you. They care about you. They're going to be somebody who pours into you. They're going to share wisdom with you. They're going to share resources with you. And then of course the, a big piece of a neutral, um, support is going to be that the accountability piece. So for me, I have a business coach and I'm able to get coaching from her, um, at any time that I want to, I mean, there are certainly boundaries, but I can email her at any time and, and explain to her what's going on in my business. And she has every rewrite to hold me accountable and call me out on things that aren't working or call me out on thoughts that aren't serving me because she's not connected to me. Her name's Kristen and Kristen is my business coach, but she's not my friend. There's no emotional attachment there. That's really what that neutral piece is. There's not an emotional attachment. And the same goes with your therapist. The same goes with a life coach. There is no emotional attachment there. It's really a neutral support system. That's really there to help you pour into you and definitely hold you accountable to who you say you want to be and what you want to achieve. And then the last piece and arguably the most important piece of a support system is your significant other or your best friend. 
for those of us who are married, your significant other is probably your best friend. I would hope so. Um, my husband, Justin is certainly my best friend. And when I say that it's somebody, this, this is the most important part of your support system, because this is the one person in your life that you can be a hundred percent honest with a hundred percent of the time. And while it might be hard for you to be vulnerable with this person, this is the person that you can reach out to and you can cry with them and you can be emotionally vulnerable with them. They are the person in your life who really hones into that first piece of a support who loves you who deeply, deeply, deeply loves you. Of course, if you're in a marriage and you are, um, a believer, they should love you and be working towards loving you like Jesus loves you. And while they'll, they will never reach that standard, it, they should always be working towards that. They should always be working towards loving you unconditionally. And if you're single, it should be your best friend. There should be, you should always, always, always have somebody in your life that you can be a hundred percent honest with because you are not meant to be alone. The, you cannot be the only person that you're hundred percent honest with. There has to be somebody in your world that you're able to open up to and just spill your heart out and know that you're safe. Your best friend or your significant other, whoever that is for you should be your safe space. They should be the person that you know even if the words that are about to come out of your mouth are going to be hard for them to hear, you know that you can say that to them. And I want to share a story with you about what this looks like. So my husband, Justin, and I have been married for just over two years. We got married in October of 2019, but we've been together um, going on seven years. Holy moly. In February, we will have been together for set, lucky number seven years. And I remember when I first started dating Justin, I, we were probably about a year into our relationship and we, and we pretty much knew from the get that we were going to marry each other, but it was a rule of thumb for me that I wanted to be with somebody for at least um, at least two years, if not three, before I got married to them, because one, I want to see them in every single season of life. And two, I would rather spend more time in the back end, figuring out if we can do life together and be married and actually make it work. than the, than the opposite, then rush into marriage. And then now we're married and actually we're not, we don't really work that well together. And now what the hell are we going to do? Cause we got to figure it out. So it was a rule of thumb for me. So we're in about a year at this point, we're serious. We have said the, I love you's and talked about our future together. And we know, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I, we're talking about being honest with each other. And I said, um, and you know, of course we both came from, from families where there were marriages that we saw things that we definitely wanted to do. And we saw things that we definitely didn't want to do. And so I was talking to Justin one day and I, and we we're just talking about being honest. And Justin was like, I hate liars. I don't like liars. I don't appreciate a lie. He was like, I just want you to always be hundred percent honest with me. And I said, well, what about white lies? Like, what about little white lies? Or like, what if for whatever reason, you know, the truth is going to hurt your feelings or the truth is going to be brutal or whatever. And he said, and I said, well, you know, just a little lie or whatever. And he was like, don't ever lie to me. If you will never lie to me, there's no doubt in my mind that we will always make this work. And I need to take a second to breathe. So I don't put myself in tears because 
that set the standard for our relationship and our marriage moving forward and say this to you. And I'm sharing this story with you because this is what it should look like. You should be able to be a hundred percent honest with your husband, with your best friend, with your significant other, whoever it is that you're with, you should have a space where you can be a hundred percent honest with them. And if you can't, you need to start sitting down with them and having conversations about why that is. And Again, this is where a neutral part of your um, support system comes into play because that might be something that you need to talk about in therapy of like, why do I feel like I can't be 100% honest with this person? What am I so afraid of? Because a lot of times we're afraid to be honest for some reason in the back of our mind. So for example, I struggle with being honest sometimes because I'm afraid that Justin is going to abandon me. Is he going anywhere? No, my husband's not going anywhere. He loves me more than anybody has ever loved me in my entire life. And vice versa. I have never loved somebody the way that I love Justin, but it's some, but there are, you know, there are, um, scars in my history that make me believe if I'm hundred percent honest, he's going to leave, you know, so whatever it is for you, there might be a block for you, but you have to have somebody in your life that you can be hundred percent honest with no matter what. And the reason is from a relationship standpoint, if you don't, you're going to put yourself on an Island and you're going to start fighting your battles alone. And you were never meant to fight battles in this life alone. You were always created to be in relationships, to be in relationship and to be in relationship with people who love you and help you and pour into you and call you out and hold you accountable. And that's the thing in my marriage and with my best friend, Justin, there are times when we have to call each other out and we have to hold each other accountable. And is it fun? No, because Justin and I both have little attitudes. So sometimes it isn't fun to hear it, but is it helpful? Yes. And is it necessary? Yes. Because at the end of the day, if he's calling me out or I'm calling him out, it's with the intention to lift one another up. It's with the intention to sharpen iron, like iron sharpens iron. And so you have to have people in your life that you can, that you can be hundred percent honest with so that they can love you unconditionally, know you and love you unconditionally, help you out, pour into you so they know what you need and hold you accountable. So I wanted to, to really go in depth today and give you detail about each of these different types of support, because I want you to know what it should look like. I want you to know the type of people that a healthy business owner surrounds herself with in order to keep herself healthy so that she can create a healthy business. And for you, these are the different types. You've got to have friends. You've got to have mentors and people who pour into you. You've got to have neutral support, people who are, who are there, who don't have emotional attachment to you so they can be honest with you. I cannot say it enough. The most important type of support that you can have is a support system that you can be hundred percent honest with. And I am not an expert in marriage by any means. And I hope that you didn't hear that when I was going on my rant, but my husband, Justin and I built our relationship and poured a foundation for our marriage very intentionally because we wanted to create a foundation that was going to stand the test of time. And when things got hard and we had to share things with each other 
in, in the past when we've had to share things with each other and moving forward when we share things with each other that are not easy, I need to know that he has my back 100%. And he calls himself all the time the vice president of my business because he truly is. He is the one that I go to first when I have ideas and when I think of things and when I'm worried about something or if I'm comparing myself or if I'm whatever. And he has permission that I gave him to be 100% honest with me. And so I just want to hone that in again. I want you today, if you have not um, recognized who your support is, one, I want you to take time to write down who that is. And I also want you to be very intentional about giving them permission to do those four things, to love you, to help you, to pour into you, and to hold you accountable. Because I think sometimes we have people in our life that we label as our support system, but they are not able to fill those four different duties for us, let's say, because we haven't given them permission. So I really want you to take time today to recognize who your support system is. And by the way, your support system should be small. Um, I don't think it's healthy for you to have like 20, 30 people who your support system. That to me sounds very overwhelming. Um, when I think about my support system, I have about five to eight people that I would recognize as these are my support. And I want to throw this in here. And I meant, I meant to speak on this earlier, but I forgot. Um, I want you to notice that I did not say anything about family because some people have incredible families that are their support system. And some people have friends that are their siblings. Like I have siblings of mine and they're my, they're some of my best friends, but my entire family is at my support system because they, I, I was born into this family. I didn't choose my blood family and I love them. And I'm, I'm, I'm blessed with an incredible family, but they're not my support system. So I want you to be very careful because sometimes our family, the family that we're born into, or that we were adopted into doesn't always match our energy. And I just want you to know that that's okay. I want you to know that in fact, that's pretty normal. And, um, it's abnormal to be born into a family where everybody's energy matches your energy. Very, very abnormal, by the way but you create a family. And in fact, I would even say my support system is my first family and my blood family is my second. The people that I have chosen to be around me that I've chosen and given permission to love me unconditionally and help me and pour into me and hold me accountable. That's my first family. And then my blood family is my second family and that's okay. And I want to share that piece with you today because I think that you should know that you are able to go out and find people that match your energy. And if you are in your family and you feel like you're the black sheep or you feel like, you know, your siblings, you just don't match energy, go out and be yourself. And I promise you the same energy will start to find you when you step into the world and you are wholeheartedly authentically yourself, you become a magnet for other people who match your energy. The only reason that I have a support system that feels like a close knit family to me is because I step out into the world, hundred percent, my authentic, most genuine self. And I became a magnet to people who match my energy. And so if you listen to today's episode and you feel like you have some pieces of the support system, but not all of them, or if you feel like, oh damn, I don't know that my support system is at this level yet. I want you to um, start being yourself authentically and genuinely, and you will start noticing 
that people will lean into that and start loving you or people will find the exit and they'll leave your life or they just won't be as big a part of your life as they once were. And I want you to know that that's totally okay. It's okay that people that you thought were your support system dismiss themselves if you start stepping into your truest self. Because when you do, you are gonna find a support system that feels like family. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you felt seen and loved and heard and inspired and empowered. And to me, as a business owner, the people in my life and my support system are the most important people in my life. And my business does not grow without these people being a part of my life. So if you're listening and I have an incredible support system that I know is listening to this episode, if you're listening and you know you're a part of my first family. I just want to say thank you so much. I love you so much. I could not do this or be where I am without you. And if you are working on your support system, keep going, sis, keep being your truest self, keep stepping into the world authentically and genuinely, and your people will come and your support system will only get stronger. Hello, spicy lady. Thank you so much again for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that you received so much value. I hope that as you were listening today, you felt seen and heard and inspired and empowered to take the next step toward building yourself and building your business. Hey, if you enjoyed this week's episode, would you please do me a huge favor, follow, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, and please share to your socials. This helps me reach more women like you who are powerful and driven and who want to elevate not only their business, with their life to the next level. I appreciate you guys. I love your support. Let's make it a spicy week.